is Eye to Eye, an amazing podcast that shares knowledge on the big questions in life we all want to know. Hosted by yours truly, Calvin J. So join us on season two as we take you from ignorance to illumination. Welcome to another episode of Eye to Eye. I'm your host, Calvin J. And uh, we have the amazing Michelle here. Hello. Yes. And this week we have another amazing episode for you guys. This week we have EFS. Yes. EFS. And uh, what what is EFS, Michelle? It is the empty fridge syndrome. The empty fridge syndrome? Mm -hmm. What is the empty fridge syndrome? Well, listen, EFS, once we get done with this podcast, I guarantee you, I promise you guys, we'll go back to your community, go back to your workplace, churches, wherever, social media, and you are going to spread my theory on what the empty fridge syndrome is now i know you're thinking what in the hell is the empty fridge syndrome check it out because <laughs> it's funny the empty fridge syndrome is basically the mentality of your dating pool right so consider yourself at your workplace you at your job and you a female, for an example. We'll use the guys in a second, but consider yourself a female and you're at your workplace. You are a nine. You consider yourself a nine, a nine out of 10, right? You are a knockout. And you go to your job. The first day you go to your job, you see that there's 50 people. There's 25 men, there's 25 women. Of these 25 men, most of these guys are like fives fours they're not really attractive to you and you consider yourself a nine they're like maybe three or four guys that are sixes but nothing that really stands out that are strikingly attractive to you certainly no guys that are on your level as a nine not even an eight so when you first go to your job the first few months you're not stuck up, but you're really not entertaining these guys because they're out of your league. So as time goes on, things change. Now, Michelle here, explain what happens in an actual fridge when you open that fridge for the first time so these folks here can connect it. So when you go into your fridge, and you know, you haven't been shopping for a while, so you have some things in there, and um, you're trying to figure out, "Mm, what can I eat? So the empty fridge syndrome is there's not much in there yet, because you need to go shopping. But after time goes on, you're like, hmm, maybe. But you're not that hungry yet. So you go back, watch some TV, And you'll think about it a little bit longer, like, man, I'm getting hungry. I need to eat something. So you get back up there, look in that fridge again. This is the second time. (laughs) (laughs) And 
things that might not have looked so good the first time starting to look tempting. Mm-hmm, mm they do. Then you're like, oh, well, I could do this, maybe, or go with that, maybe, but you're just not hungry enough. You're not thirsty enough. You're not hungry enough. So you go back and you sit down one last time. I mean, on the way back to the, the couch, you took out some chips, you know, mm -hmm. took out some chips, you know. Just a little bit. A little something, something, nothing crazy. And 15 minutes pass and you're like, Man, this ain't gonna work. I'm hungry. I got milk, but I ain't got no cereal. I got peanut butter, but I ain't got no jelly. <laughs> I gotta figure something out. So for this last time, you go back to the same fridge and you start to whip up some breakfast food at 10 p.m. And it's gonna taste so good. It's gonna taste so good. And you know what? It's gonna fulfill your body because you know what? You were hungry. You were thirsty and hungry enough that you got down to a point where you've made it happen. You made a way. You made a way. The same food that you finally ate was in the fridge the first time you went in there. But it took you a long time to accept that's what you had to eat. You had to become that much more thirsty, that much more hungry. So applying that theory to the workforce is the same thing. This woman that's a nine out of 10, she's a knockout. These guys that she's not talking to because most of these guys are a five and there are a handful of guys that are a six. She's not gonna show them any mind. But as time goes on, the months pass, there's a, a job event or, or she's forced to work with a couple of the guys and one of the guys that are six that she wasn't wasn't really giving any time and attention to one of those guys he's a six but he has an amazing personality so having an amazing personality bumped him up to a seven now explain to these people out here michelle what does a seven mean for a nine that means at least they're in the same status there's a two-point radius. There's a two-point radius when it comes to the dating pool. That's another theory of mine. If you're with somebody, usually in most normal situations, most normal circumstances, you are in a two-point radius of your person. So if you think that your person is a five, you ain't no higher than a seven. If you think that you are a nine, then your person shouldn't be any lower than a seven. There are a two point radius of how you and your person should be. Now, there are exceptions to the rule and those exceptions usually got to deal with money. If you see a guy and he's a, a, a six and a female, she's completely out of his league. She's a 9.5 or 10. That's probably dealing with money or the vice versa, other way around. But for most cases, normal, mo most normal cases, you're within two point radius. So look next to your person or they're not next to you. Look at a picture. If they're not within the two point radius of you, yeah, think about that. Think about it. I'm good. We good. You good? I'm, I'm good. We good. <laughs>
You should be within a two point radius. But anyhow, getting back to the girl at the job, if she's a nine and she's entertaining this guy that was initially a six when she came in, but after a few months passed past because she spent time with him, he's now at a seven. And she's slowly starting to open up. And now she's thinking, okay, well, his, his, his personality has brought him up to a seven now. So I can probably date him, right? But the whole essence of it is when he initially came, when she initially came to the job, he was a six. But to her, her perception now that she got to know him, he's a seven. Now, this same guy that's a seven in her eyes, she's going to bring around her girlfriends and they're going to see him as a what? <laughs> Exactly what he started off with. At six. They're going to see him as a six. And even though she sees him as a seven, they're going to be like, girl, I mean, you good? I mean, you know, you claim that you were nine. I mean, what? He once got some money or something. No, he worked at the same job as me. I just know that he got a great personality. And I opened the fridge one too many times. She opened that fridge up three times. And each time she got more desperate and more desperate to the point when she found that she was dating somebody that was initially to her perception a six. So you have to ask yourself, am I a victim of the empty fridge syndrome? Now, Michelle, what are some ways we can cure the empty fridge syndrome? Um, you can either cure it by number one, putting yourself out there in different situations. So rather that's social media or traveling or trying different things in life so you can meet different people, you definitely have to put yourself out there. You can't keep doing the same thing that you've done because you'll get the same results. Amen to that. And if you can, you know, try to relocate. You know, I mean, I know everyone can't just get up and go and relocate to a different city, but if that's an option, try relocating to a bigger city. Um, if you're in a small town, you're going to get what you got. Um, and another thing is try new foods, if you know what I mean. If you got the same kind of foods, try different foods. In relation to the fridge, those new foods would be new races. Not saying that the original races are bad, but just expand your horizons. Try different races. Try opening up your age range. Right? If you are a guy in your 30s and you haven't really entertained dating women in their 40s, hey, try it. There's, there's a lot of cougars and milfs and all kind of stuff out here that's willing to drop down and date a guy that's 29 or 32 years old. So, and women that are in their 50s, early 50s, expand your horizons. Entertain dating a, a younger guy. That's like or older or older guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, we get into that theory next week. <laughs> Younger <laughs> uh, ain't always better. Yeah, but the empty fridge syndrome. Ask yourself: Am I dating somebody that's two points within my number? If you consider yourself a five or a seven, am I dating somebody within two points? And am I suffering from the empty? fridge syndrome 
I appreciate you guys for taking the time out to listen to the podcast. As always, if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, please feel free to email me at ignorance2illumination at yahoo.com. And as always, peace.